0: Hello there, do you rebel leaders with a heart? Welcome to this podcast episode where we'll talk about conscious leaders. Why is it important to have conscious leaders, especially for the planet, not only for your company, but also for the sustainability of our planet? But then also, how can we measure whether someone is conscious or not? So today I'm talking with Karine Becker from Higher and Higher. She is specialized in recruiting conscious leaders for organizations. Enjoy this episode. I'm Muriel, CEO, mom and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart.
1: Hello, Karine. How are you? Hello, Muriel. Very well. And you?
0: Yeah, great, great. It's nice to meet each other here at my place. Usually we see each other at the co-working.
1: At the co-working, perfectly. So it's very nice to have a very beautiful apartment. (laughs) Thank you,
0: thank you. So can you describe in a couple of words who you are?
1: Yes, I'm. my name is Karine Becker. I'm the mother of two daughters and I'm the founder and conscious leader of Higher and Higher. Higher and Higher is an executive search firm and we focus on the recruitment of sustainable leaders, what we call conscious leaders.
0: Great, great. And so uh, you didn't do that all your life. You decided at some point to transition towards sustainability,
1: but also values. Why did you decide to do this transition? So I've done, I've started in executive search in the year 2000. So I've been there for 23 years, nearly all my life. But in 2015, I realized that first I wanted to to give back something to the society because I've received a lot. And secondly, I realized also that something was wrong with with our planet, that we were not going in the right direction, that we needed to do something else. At that point, I decided to sell my shares in the large uh, group in which I was, and uh, I thought and define and design what I wanted to do for the next years. And it came to me that I needed a purpose. I needed more purpose. And, but I still loved, uh, recruitment. I loved meeting people. I loved matching people with companies, but it had to make more sense. And, uh, that's how I decided to create higher and higher with the idea to match candidates who are, have a certain level of consciousness and therefore a certain set of values with companies. Uh, And that is what we do now. We are focused. We are a B Corp. uh, Also, we have the certification, the B Corp certification, and we focus on companies who want to do a transition by finding them the conscious leaders that will empower them, that will accelerate the transition uh, towards more sustainability.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Thank That's you. why I Thank decided <laughs> to invite you in this podcast because I, I think there aren't many recruiters that are focusing on that. It's still very classical on, on other competencies. And so maybe we can talk about, uh, what is a conscious leader because we've talked about it already a couple of times and we, don't have the same definition of a conscious leader. So maybe you can say what you find, a conscious leader.
1: That is very true. And we are in something that is so new uh, that even the vocabulary is not set and we have to invent it. So we use words without knowing exactly whether they are understandable by people or not. What we have devised and, and designed is that, uh, to, to, to be aware of what is going on on the planet, what is going on in our world, you need to develop a certain level of consciousness. You need to have been able to reconnect to yourself. You need to have done a sort of a spiritual way to know that there is more than your own and strict individual profit. You need to work for more of a common good. So the way we define a conscious leader is someone who works for the common good and is guided by a vision that takes into account all stakeholders of the company as well as the profit of the company. It is someone who wants to work for the good of all People, but also for the good, the greater good of the planet, taking into account uh, the impact his company has on the planet.
0: Yeah, nice. nice. And
1: it, and it is also someone who is uh, propelled by a strong set of values.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> no, and and I say we differ, but not that much, uh, because uh, of course when I give workshops or transformation programs. I very much focus on purpose. I always say profit follows purpose and not the other way around. I completely agree around. with
1: you. Yeah. completely agree with you. And I even, I said per, profit here, but usually I prefer to use prosperity. Yeah. Because I think it defines much more what it is. Profit is only material profit and uh, nearly individual Profit yeah. prosperity means a whole lot more. It means that you can uh gain profit with some other ways than just the stock exchange market uh It can be prosperity because people are happier in the company because you're gaining other things uh by doing uh better things
0: yeah indeed indeed. And, and for me, a conscious leader is also somebody that is conscious of his values, but also his behaviors, his his thoughts, his emotions, and especially under pressure. Yeah. Because what I find is that, um, when you talk with a person on holiday and that person is relaxed, we all have wonderful values and wonderful goals for ourselves, for our families. But it's when we are under pressure in toxic environments or when we are uh, driven to do what is expected of us, and that expectation is very much driven by money, that's when we start putting our values aside and do things that might not be great for the people, or for the
1: planets. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's because people are disconnected from their values... that they obey to strict uh, processes that needs to be done and that are decided upwards by the leaders of the companies. That you have people that they're doing things and they don't really understand what they're doing anymore. They don't agree with what they're doing and they lose their, their motivation. They Mm -hmm. lose their sense of purpose. And, and, and that is what, not what we want to find as candidates. We want to find those candidates who are s- still very connected with their values still very connected with themselves and with nature because we're part of a whole uh, and we need to understand that uh, uh we cannot live without the planet we cannot live without uh, what nature is giving us those people need to be connected with themselves and with nature to to uh, to perform well yeah. in a company And then the company will perform even better. I'm a firm believer that a company that is more connected to its environment and its stakeholders is going to uh, perform much better uh, than it is doing now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I sometimes like to do a stakeholder exercise with teams where... Uh I ask them, "Who are your stakeholders?" And now look at what you're doing day to day. What you're doing day to day? Where does your focus go most? Does it go most to uh, the headquarters and uh, financials expectations, or is it more the people? Is it more the customers? And or, of course, our planet. Yeah. And and there is often a big difference between what they would like to see, and what they actually do. Yeah. But they're not always aware of that. Uh, no, no,
1: no. Yeah. And we have to make them aware of that.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. And a lot of people think they have no choice because, of course, we like our lives. Huh? We we like having a nice home, a nice car, and nice clothes, and going on holidays, going to the restaurants, offering uh, good. Uh, studies to our children and we're afraid if we don't do what we think is expected uh, or what society or, or the shareholders or the board is expecting that, uh, we'll get fired and uh, that it's the same everywhere and we won't be able to sustain that kind of life. And so I think a lot of people are in a situation where unconsciously they believe they have no choice. If they don't do it someone else will do it.
1: Yeah, that is true, but it's it's also being more purposeful is also taking ownership of one's own life. Yeah. Way. And the th- the only freedom we have in the world is a freedom of choice. Yes. And we have to defend that. And what's happening if something is happening Something bad is happening to you and you're not happy with it. Well, you have the choice to put an end to it. Yes. And, and, and so we have a lot of uh, impact on what is going on. And, and, and start by being conscious. And again, it's about consciousness, being conscious of what you buy and how you eat. And how you sleep, um, and and all those things will have an impact on your environment, on yourself first, on your family, on your kids, and then on a large uh, uh, scope on your on your friends and on your company, on your work. Yeah. So. Taking conscience of, conscience of that is very, very important to make things evolve and to make sure that you can decide in a company what you want to do and even talking about it. And there's, there's no uh, obstacle to just say to your boss, hey, you know, we could do things like that. If he's conscious too and open, he will listen to you. Maybe he will not react right away, but at some point it will make sense. And he will say... Oh, but uh, Ben has told me that a few weeks ago. He's right. Maybe we should do something into that direction. And yeah. we all have a power into that.
0: Yeah, and and in my experience, my personal experience, but also the experience I have in in coaching and mentoring other leaders, is that um, when you stick to your values, when you dare to question the status quo and not to do what your shareholders are asking you, well, that makes you stronger. Yeah. Okay, it might piss them off on the short term. Eh? They might not be happy on their the respect. short
1: term. You earn their respect. But
0: you get their respect. And their especially respect. Yeah. when on the long term you start seeing the effects of your more conscious and sustainable strategy, yeah. because it will have an effect, maybe yeah. not immediately, yeah. but uh, for me, it took two to three years.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, then, then they really respect
1: you. Yeah, but it sure. takes courage at first. It takes courage. But like you say, we see a lot of candidates who are, have a certain level of consciousness yeah. and want to do things. Uh, and more and more, they're looking to have more purposeful job and to, be able because of course at the level we recruit we have leaders and to be able to to, to influence their bosses, uh, their management and come up with new ideas and try to change things within the company. Yeah great.
0: So now I'm really curious, how do you find those conscious leaders? And more importantly, how do you measure their level of consciousness?
1: Yes, and you're right, Muriel, this is a very interesting question. Uh, we use uh, and we have def- designed an executive value tool tool of values based on values. And the first thing I want to say is that... Um, Putting a filter on the recruitment, sustainable filter on the recruitment, doesn't mean it's going to be more difficult to recruit people. It is just a more uh, 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 an additional uh, information about the candidates and the level of consciousness of the of the candidate. It is also an indication of whether his values match the values of the company. So it means that we don't exclude candidates based on the level of consciousness, but rather we give you the indication with the, with all the candidates that we are going, going to shortlist about their level of consciousness and what they are uh, bringing with them in terms of uh, sustainability. So the tool is an online tool, very easy to use. It comes from... 400 values or it analyzed 400 values, but it is made in such a way that it's very short. It takes 20 minutes to, to go through. And the candidate after doing it online at home uh, on his own computer receives a value mapping, a very complete value mapping. And based on that, uh, the set of values that he has, uh, define as his uh, fundamental values, will define an uh, a percentage that uh, defines the conscious level of the person. And so now with the with the experience we have of the candidates, because I have to say that all our candidates are going through this tool, so we have a lot of data about this, we know that in Belgium the level will be between 35% and 85%. And it the level
0: of the of candidates that you've already measured. Yeah, yeah,
1: of the candidates we've already measured.
0: And do you see a
1: progression in the latest years? We see a progression in the latest year, see, the, 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 the mean of the consciousness level is around 66% and is growing every year from one or two points. Uh, but we also see a difference uh, from sector from sectors. It varies from sector to f- sectors, oh. and it varies also uh, depending on on the function of the person. So that's very interesting. At some at some point, we will uh, use those uh, data to t- to do statistics about it and, and publish an article on this.
0: So I'm curious which sectors are have the most. <laughs> The biggest level of consciousness and which one's the lowest?
1: What do you think? That would be interesting. You have have no no idea? idea, No no clue? No. Well, I will give you a hint. The sectors that are more interested or intertwined in uh, materiality and numbers... Are usually the one who are the least conscious, mm-hmm. uh, but there's there are exceptions because even in those sector you have uh, companies that are built and, and that are have a, a positioning that is only done on sustainability. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, it's very interesting to analyze that too.
0: Yeah, very interesting. And so I'm I'm also curious. How ready is the market to recruit conscious leaders? Because I,
1: I guess you can't work with every sector. No, but uh, like I said, I, I designed higher and higher in uh, 2015. At that point and at that time, and we've known each other from that time, it was, uh, we were very, very uh, disruptive in our separate business. Uh, Talking about that was kind of difficult. We had to evangelize a lot of people around this. The pandemic and the COVID crisis actually has helped us because people have taken much more conscience about the state of uh, the planet, about the urgent need to change things, to change the way business is being done, to change how uh, people are being managed. And that's your part in in, in companies. Uh, and so uh, right now, companies are ready and there is a need. Yes. What is more difficult is uh, for companies and HR people to realize that they have an impact on sustainability that uh, recruitment is a way and is a tool to increase the sustainable uh, factor of the company by putting that filter on, on, on the candidates uh, and making sure that you recruit people who can come with their own conscience and bring it to the company. Uh, Because imagine you recruit someone and there are, and we know that there still are about 30% of the population who is absolutely not convinced that there is a problem uh, right now on the planet and that it is due to human factors. uh, And you recruit someone like that to manage a team, uh, well, the team is not going to develop itself into a sustainable way because if it has to report to a boss that is not aware of anything, uh, it might even lead to uh, demotivation of the team because people are looking more and more for purpose in their lives, and so it's important to make sure that you you bring in and you onboard those kind of people if you want your company to do a fast and fluid transition.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I agree. And, uh, but I think it also increases the value of the company because, uh, we all know that today it's very difficult to find talent. Mm-hmm. It's also difficult to motivate and keep, uh, young, younger yeah. generations Into at the work. Company. Yeah. And I often say it's because the system is a bit broken. Huh? We yeah. are at the end of a system. Yeah. But the good news is that that we're at the beginning of a new new system, system, yeah. And so, if this is something that you put in place, you become more attractive to these young people, but also to all
1: these people who have lost their motivation and are looking for a purposeful company. Of course, of course. And if you have, and if you hire leaders that are propelled by a vision, that are uh, purposeful, that knows what the common good is. Well, they are going to enthusiast those younger generation to come and work with them, of course. Yeah. Uh, and how many candidates I, 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 I see that tell me I don't want to work anymore in a company that has no, uh, impact, positive impact on the planet. Yeah. And it's becoming more and more. And not only within a young generation, but also the older people yeah and that's that also a power yeah.
0: that we have when yeah. we choose a company we can choose a company that uh, has great values yes true true and i think more and more
1: young people will do that so it will be a competitive advantage as well it will be a competitive advantage and it's uh it's it's like uh, the the it's like the meal once you've set it set it up in in, uh, in to work it will uh, brings more and more of the of the good people working for the company of people with values bringing values bringing more impact attracting other uh people uh and in the end what i think uh is that th- those companies are going to perform much better Yeah, I agree. Uh, They are going to be more resilient because being conscious is also being more resilient uh, to the various shocks we are going to encounter. There's a lot of challenges uh, lying ahead of us. Yeah. And we need people that are able to embrace them and know how to, how to turn them positively. Yeah. So that the company can resist to that.
0: Okay, well, thank you. It was <laughs> thank an you. interesting yes. conversation. Very
1: interesting conversation. So
0: where can people find you?
1: People can find us uh, on the... Well, the, the company name is High and Higher. We have a website. I'll
0: put the uh, link in the show notes. You can put
1: the link on the show notes. There is on the, on, on, the site, on the website, there is a link to... Uh, to a promotional version of the executive value tool so they can use it uh, if they want to try it. Uh, But if they want to try it anyway, they can take contact with us uh, through our email addresses. Everything is on the website, so that's uh, that's easy to find. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Muriel. Bye. Bye. Yeah,
0: you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you rebel leader with a heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats! You probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this 5-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times. And it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. keyleader.com slash fast times. qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode.